The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Well, we got talking about um, vacation horror stories, and it comes after this Norwegian cruise line pretty much refurbished the entire <laughs> ship during a 15-day Panama Canal cruise, and all the people on board just absolutely furious, as you can well imagine. Things were closed off. There was dust. There was noise. You name it. Uh, Kel texted in and said, hey, was traveling in Amsterdam with my brother. We rented a beautiful Airbnb in the heart of the city. Three days into the trip, the fire marshals show up at the property and kick us out. Oh. Turns out the man we rented the Airbnb from didn't even own the building. He rented the building and then re-rented them to us, which is illegal there. Oh. So didn't have a place to go. Curtis on the phone this afternoon. Hey, Curtis. Hi. What's going on? I, I went to Paris and I uh, was there for 10 days on the ninth day. To I, I, the only thing I really wanted to go see was all of the, the Juno and, and, and the war memorial stuff. And so I take a guided tour and the guided tour says it, can, it goes to the American Cemetery and a bunch of the beaches. And then you continue on to the Canadian War Museum and the Canadian Cemetery. So we spent hours at the American Cemetery and all these beaches. And then we get to the Canadian Museum. The bus goes into the parking lot. He says, yep, that's the Canadian War Museum and points out the window and then drives down the road a little ways and points at the top of the hill and says that's the uh, Canadian cemetery up there. Oh. Uh, I get back to where we where we got on, uh, back in Paris, and I grabbed the brochure, pretended I was just a new customer, and I asked him, so by continue on, does that mean we actually get to go into the cemetery? And Oh, yes, 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 you do. I said, well, I want my money back. I just got off of the bus, just arrived, and continue on was him pointing at it and saying, there it is. Uh, suddenly, she says, oh, she's, I, I, uh, no English, no English. Oh, no English. boy. <laughs> Frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you ever do it again, just drive. Yeah, well, if I would have booked it first, I would have went later. I would have rented a car and went back out but I had to fly back out the next day oh yeah yeah it's just it's it's an easy drive all through there all through um, you know through through Normandy even into Belgium into the um, into the into the cemetery sites Um, yeah it's it's sometimes odd driving in a different uh, part of the world but it's as I said it's fairly easy but yeah what a bummer Curtis Yeah, I wasn't real happy. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. And, you know, I've heard that uh, type of story before. Uh, Cuba comes to mind. I've been warned uh, on TripAdvisor that when they say they'll take you to certain areas, same thing. The bus may drive by those areas, mm-hmm. and if and if something takes too long, they'll just cut something else out. Yeah, yeah. But what if that was I, the one thing you wanted to see? That's... I, when I went to Paris, I thought the Moulin Rouge and, and, and all the stuff there was cool. But yeah. all I wanted to see was the Canadian War Memorial stuff. Yeah. And it's everything so American-based, and they cater to the Americans. 
Uh, well, yeah, but again, if you, did you book it through an American company? Because there's lots of Canadian-specific companies for uh, for battlefield tours. Yeah, and that I I don't I don't yeah. recall. It was a number of years ago. Now it was. I, you know, probably walking along and went, oh, hey, look. Yeah, yeah. You know, even <laughs> even our pal Ted Barris, who's on here, you know, once or twice a year, yeah. he escorts battlefield tours. And wouldn't he be, the like, one of the best guys sure. to go on those with because he knows them inside and out. But, yeah, oh, that's a bummer, Curtis. Uh, you'll have to try it again next time when you save all the shuckles because it's expensive. Oh. And that's the, that's the disappointing part, isn't it? You save all this money, yeah. you pay for yeah. it, and then you don't get what you want. Well, you go halfway across the world. Yeah. You know, I, I'm never going to go back to Paris again. There'll, there'll be a new destination. Yeah. Uh, I've been there. I've done that, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the phone call, Curtis. Have a good day. Take it easy. <laughs> so speaking of that, and we just went, uh, we've just been sort of trying to figure this out for the last month or two. Um, but speaking of, you know, vacations, cruises, that kind of thing. So we've booked a cruise for five of us for late August, early September. And the cruise hits Cuba. And the rules have now changed <laughs> about traveling to Cuba. And it's confusing. But we've figured it all out. And here's the rule. And this sort of relates to all of what we've talked about. You, if you arrive by ship that departed from the United States, then because of U.S. rules, not Cuban rules, you can't get off the ship in Cuba unless you have a people-to-people uh, tour booked? A, tour booked. Excursion of some kind. Now, it used to be, and this is different, if you flew to Cuba from Canada, no problem. Mm -hmm. Canadians are not governed by any U.S. regulations. Uh, you can fly, you, you get your tourist card, you fill it out on the plane, you're good to go. You can walk around Cuba, stay there, enjoy. But if you arrive by ship, which we're doing from a U.S. port, you have to book a people-to-people -people excursion. And those excursions mm -hmm. have to be at least seven hours long. So you can't just get off the ship, uh, buy a you know souvenir, have a beer, whatever. So we book the vacation. It's expensive. We book it. We and, and I try and book as much in advance as possible to get that expense out of the way, get it paid for, so that when it rolls around, I'm not you know panicking about how much money this is going to cost me. So it's all paid for, and then Carnival gets hold of us and says, "Okay, so here's the new rules." And here are the four choices for excursions that are seven hours or more. And they're four choices that basically I would take those excursions with a gun to my head, but beyond <laughs> that would not be interested in them at all. So but stay on the ship. You could, but the whole point of this particular cruise is we don't want to spend a week in Cuba at an all-inclusive because we've heard the food's not great, whatever. But I do want to go to Cuba. I've never been, so this checks all those yeah. boxes. We can go to Cuba, stay a few hours and leave. So we've signed up now for a seven hour, five times seven, because there's five of us, five times seven hour excursion, which we get off the ship, get in a bus, drive to a parking lot where they put us in vintage 50s cars and drive us around Cuba for four hours and then we go to a market where we'll buy something then they we get back in the car and they take us to a fort and then finally back mm -hmm. to the ship and my plan at this point is to and and by the way they'll arrange the people to people tourist visa and the whatever else we need so that we can legally get off the ship but again not a cuban rule an american rule so i'm thinking because i'm canadian because we all possess canadian passports although it's expensive to do i'm going to get off the ship get on 
the bus, get it to take me to the parking lot, which is in central Havana, and then I'm abandoning the excursion. <laughs> I don't want to drive in your car to where you want. I'm just, I'm going to go AWOL. And hopefully, because I'm Canadian, that's going to work mm. out. Like, that's, I'm assuming that I can get back to the ship on my own. But again, it's a cruise where you've spent a lot of money. To, to do this cruise, and then after all that money, non-refundable, is spent, they go, oh yeah, by the way, we're going to need you to book five excursions. Those excursions cost 150 U.S. each. That's another $1,000 Canadian that I'm obligated to pay or cancel the cruise. Or just don't get off the boat. Or just don't right. get off the ship. Yeah, yeah. and enjoy a, a day with everybody else who doesn't want to get off the ship at 150 bucks pop. Yeah, maybe spend 50 bucks on a Zoom lens, <laughs> or, or, or pay for Havana one of us to get off the ship, na. and then we'll just, just play that song. Yeah. Havana una na. What is that song? <laughs> yeah. Right, just play it over and over again. You'll be good to go. Mm-hmm. You'll be good to go. Mm-hmm. Mm. I uh, went to Cuba for a two-week all-inclusive, paid extra for a pool and ocean view. Was so excited to have room overlooking the pool. On arrival to my room, went inside, opened the curtains. There was a pool empty with about, <laughs> <laughs> with about 50, 50 Cubans, Cubans standing <laughs> in the pool. The food ran out at 6, even though the dinner was served till 8. Love Cuba. Great people. Lots to learn, though, about food and service. Mm. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Similar to Curtis, booked a tour to see Jim Morrison's cemetery. Can't remember the real name. Mm-hmm. Guide hands us subway tickets, <laughs> races through the tour, and then hands us all another subway ticket and disappears. Bright side was we met some nice people and helped them navigate Paris subway. Huh. Not the fault of our hotel, but when I got married the first time, my then-husband invited two of his friends on our honeymoon. They booked a separate room, but one backed out of the trip last minute, so we had to share a room. Oh. The bedroom was separate, but the only bathroom was in the was in the bedroom. That was from Sandy. That's a bummer. Oh. They, they will uh, skip some of the most important parts of the tour, but they'll stop at the gift shop. Of course they oh, will. Oh, always, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's always amusing. I mean, I guess we're lucky enough that we can uh, do it, and sometimes the, right. uh, the crap comes along with it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 2.45. It is the uh, hump day version of the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. Ooh. Boy, I tell you what, do you want to get into something that... Uh will cause us to probably disagree, maybe, possibly, but we always have respectful uh, disagreements. Sure. All right. It's this uh, NFL cheerleader uh, fired over, quote, sexy Mm -hmm. photos. Um, Now, she's uh, claiming that uh, it's discrimination. Um, It's a 22-year-old former cheerleader for the New Orleans Saints. So she posted... She was a Saint-sation. Oh, is that what they're called? Saint-sations. And let's be realistic about this. The issue about cheerleaders, NFL cheerleaders, and the um, the rules around them, their pay, all of that. This has been going on for yeah. years and years and years. I, I think, uh, you know, it's an interesting conversation because I honestly think that this cheerleader has uh, missed the target. So the story is, there's a 22-year-old, as I say, New Orleans cheerleader, former New Orleans cheerleader. She puts a picture of herself up on Instagram in an all-black bodysuit. Uh, well, it's sort it's of a, lingerie-ish, It's, it's a lace bodysuit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's lingerie. There's no nudity, but, uh, yeah, it's... Um, 
Yeah, it's a lingerie picture. So the organization claims the image goes against their policy of posting photos on social mm-hmm. media that appear nude, semi-nude, or in lingerie. Um, there was also an allegation that she had attended a party with a player, which also violates her contract. That's an allegation she denies. So putting that aside for a second, they're saying she got fired over her contractual obligation not to post pictures on social media of her in nude, semi-nude, or lingerie. Um, Now, she signed a contract with the Saints, and and that that was in the contract, that she can't do that, right? Now, she's gotten in touch with a lawyer... Uh, and filed a complaint with the Equal Opportunity Equal Employment Opportunity Commission claiming unequal treatment based mm-hmm. on gender. Uh, the New York Times repeat, uh, reported on Monday an investigation highlighting some of these unfair rules across the NFL has been under to whatever. So here's, the, here's why I think, because here was my initial reaction. Mm-hmm. My initial reaction was, well, wait a second. There's different rules for different uh, people in an organization. If it would be a clear gender argument, if you had a female cheerleader and a male cheerleader and male cheerleaders were able to post pictures but female cheerleaders were not so that was my initial thought when i just read the article the first time that well yeah no the the rules are different for players right um but then i got thinking wait a second not with regard to this picture that'll get worked out however it gets worked out she signed a contract that said she would not put a picture like that up, and then she put a picture like that up. So if you didn't like the contract, don't sign the contract. So I don't... Why I say I think she missed the point is because as you read into this and think about it, so wait a minute, one of the other rules in the contract is that if you have any contact with a player, you're fired. If a player contacts you, you must block them. And if you don't block them or you engage in a conversation, you're fired. If a player... If you ask a player out on a date or meet a player for a date, you're fired. If a player asks you for a date, you must say no. If you are in a restaurant or a bar and a player walks in, the cheerleader has to leave. Right. The player gets to stay. That's the gender discrimination. Yeah. That's so, the yeah. discrimination. So, yeah, here's the thing. I, I don't think, actually, we're too far off on, on this one. Um, and I think that she's she's trying to make a statement, as other women um, have over the past number of years. There's a lot of really, really, really archaic rules when yes. it comes to being a cheerleader in the, NFL, in, in, in the NFL. But as we all know, that the NFL is, well has some archaic beliefs when it comes to some other things as well with their domestic violence policy and all of that sort of stuff that they're working on. I think if she wants to, and I think she is, you know, saying, okay, um, I'm going to take a stand here and I'm going to use my voice now to try to push for change then good on you, sister. In that regard, I agree. Go for it. Go yes. for it. Because you know what? I do think that there there, there are things that have to be uh, changed here. Part of me is like, yeah, you did sign up and said, okay, no, this was my agreement. This was my contract. And if the contract says I'm not allowed to post a lingerie pictures to Instagram, then guess what? Don't yep, post exactly. it, whether you like it or not. And I know th- there there could be some, you know, feminist, some women out there going, no, 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 no. But if that's your contract, right. that's your contract. Don't work so, for an organization whose values you don't agree with. Who you don't agree with. So let's, along with some of the other cheerleaders who over the years have said, I take exception with the jiggle policy. I take exception with, um, you know, being fined if I forget my pom-pom. I forget I'm going to get docked in or not get paid hardly anything to begin with. These women make hardly any Mm -hmm. money. So, but you go into this job 
Knowing that these are the rules, let's be real. All you have to do is Google anywhere on the internet the 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 the, the rules, the, the the policies that NFL cheerleaders need to abide with. And if you go into it saying, "Okay, well, I'm good to go," then that's your yep. problem. There does need to be change. I do believe there needs to be some big change here, and it the, would be nice to see these women getting paid more, sure, and to not have to deal with some of these, you know, the social media policies, all of that sort of stuff. I follow all sorts of NFL players love seeing their stuff. Would I follow a cheerleader? I might not, but as a brand, as as a woman trying to brand myself once my four-year contract is up, it would be nice for them to have something Yep. To go with. But. See, I guess for me, and I'm glad she made this complaint because I wouldn't have thought about this otherwise. Mm-hmm. For me, the glaring error is, forget the NFL for a second. I realize it's a multi-billion dollar yeah. business with high-paid powerful athletes and big owner, you know, rich owners. and So just think of it as a business instead. So like Chet is a business. So imagine if there was a rule that if I make a pass at Brie, she must say no. But there's no rule against me making a pass at Brie, right? Like, so wait a minute. So the players can make, yeah. make advances, yeah. ask girls out on dates. And there's no... There's no repercussions. No right. There's yeah. no repercussions because there's no rule Rules. against it. So, but, but if one of the women do it, the other way around. Fired. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 it's, why and wouldn't they make a rule well, they're saying the players? They're, they're trying to pass it off as a, the protecting the women. But you're not protecting, no, you're the, protecting women the women here. You're protecting the men. Protect- <laughs> yeah, because they're not, they didn't break any rules. Exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? I, I, this has been going on for, for years. I remember this story from a couple of years back. It was another, another cheerleader who was uh, doing the same thing. Now, do we still really need cheerleaders at sporting events? There's, well, my, there's, another, there's question. another question for you. I enjoy watching the cheerleaders, yeah. but I don't really care if. I mean, if they were there or not, or is that the reason why you're going to the football game? I've been to the Saints foot. I've been to. A well, I number enjoy watching the Eskimo cheerleaders, for example. Well, squad. I mean, when they're, they're out at halftime and they're yeah. doing, you know, and I love seeing the guys and the girls out there because yep. you know doing the throws and flips. But when I'm at a Saints game, the last thing I'm watching personally mm-hmm. are, are the cheerleaders. My husband might be watching the cheerleaders. I don't know, but that's not what I'm watching. I'm watching everything else that's going on. But there is a long, long way, um, I think, to kind of evening a bit of the world here uh, when it comes to the NFL and their cheerleaders. If they value their cheerleaders, um, then I think they have to step up uh, in pay and and these rules. Um, But on the other hand, as long as you have um, people who are willing to come in Sure. And do that job for nothing and follow those rules. They don't necessarily have to, whether that's right, right or wrong. Well, because you, there's always kids, even in this business, there's sure. always kids that are going to be willing to come in yeah, and make no money just so, to get the experience. Because there's no pressure on an organization to change doesn't mean the organization yeah. shouldn't change. I mean, yeah. all organizations yeah. should be self-aware, right? So when you hear cases of domestic violence mm-hmm. involving NFL players, and you go, well, there's this sort of climate where, you know, we're not really sure why it happens. Well, here's why it happens, because you surround the players with no consequences and no no rules. No. So you're saying, even within your own organization, we have no problem with a player hitting on a a cheerleader, asking them out or making a sexual advance. We have a major problem with them accepting. Mm -hmm. You know, so I know it's not a small thing and it won't eliminate all Mm -hmm. other problems, but 
it would be so yeah. easy for them to say, yeah. it would be easy, but they will never do it. It would be so easy for them to say, oh, and by the way, there's a rule against players hitting on yeah. cheerleaders. But the, the, the reason is because they'd have to take concert, they'd have yeah. there'd have to be consequences. And when are you ever going to yeah. take your star player and say, well, that's it, the we're firing? The players are more valuable. Mm-hmm. The players are more valuable. These women are sent out into the crowd selling calendars, and they have to sell like 15 before a game or whatever it it is, wearing their mm-hmm. their little outfits and that uh, s- sort of thing. Um, but again, though, as long as you have. Women, in this case, because they're mainly, I think there might be a couple of male cheerleaders now in, in the NFL, it, it might not change because there's going, to be, there's going to be women there willing to do it. But if we have more like this one saying, okay, let's at least somewhat level yeah. the playing field. Yeah. How about exactly. pay me a little bit? At the bit. very least, could you put a line in a brochure? Like yeah. whatever your welcome package is <laughs> when the athlete arrives, could you at least mention How it? about if I'm at a restaurant in New Orleans, if I'm at Emerald's Restaurant in New Orleans and Drew Brees walks in, I can still sit, stay? Yeah. Because you know what? I'm smart enough to respect him and his family. Like, come on already, mm-hmm. right? The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.